What's the deal, everybody on YouTube and for the first time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to the podcast, you can finally arrive. Yes, sir. The wait is over. But we back. This, of course, the Timeline Podcast. My name is Dane. My name is Kamari. And we're going to get this show started. As you know, always, we just run through what we're going, what we've been going down through the timeline. And we're going to give you the rawest and uncut and most real shit. That's coming on your timeline every single day. I had to do it for the people that don't know no, who he good. is on that. You know what I'm saying? But shit, man. Actually, the fucking the timeline been at risk the last couple weeks, man. Niggas been talking about Twitter. Twitter for finna be on the way down. Elon Musk just bought it. Uh, fake niggas got real checks. It's, it's what's, well, I don't know what's going on on Twitter, man. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. This is the first time. Remember we used to be on Instagram and they used to be like, repost this or we're gonna take away your page. <laughs> this is the first time they low-key a little bit serious. Um, But I don't know, man. I feel like this is just a scare like everything else, man. Um, And I feel like Elon is uh, trying to see what this company can do without having all those people hired for real, for real. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really understand. I wasn't understanding how this shit was going to go under. Like, I don't know how it worked, but I didn't think it was a nigga, like, actively making Twitter go. I thought this shit just... I thought it just automatically... <laughs> yeah, I thought nigga shit was just running, no. and that's what it seemed like anyway, because they talking about niggas wasn't doing shit, and we was still tweeting. That's and they was talking about it was all-time user, all-time usage. So it's the most niggas that's been on Twitter ever. With nobody manning it, it seemed like that bitch can run on his own. Like I, I said, I feel like that was the plan all along. See if we could, at peak capacity, let's see if we can go from, what, 7,500 plus uh, people working for us to, like, less than 200 type shit. Yeah, real uh, billionaire super genius plan. Hey, <laughs> shit, I can still tweet right now, so I'm good with that. Yeah, man, as long as the tweet's still flowing and and, and and we can still get the timeline going, then we, I'm good, for real. Shit, facts, man. Shit, them niggas, them niggas already had good jobs. They'll land somewhere else. They'll be okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about Google them Google or something, Facebook or something. Like, it's people tweeting, feeling bad for them niggas like this. They made okay. their money, like, man. They, they, they good. It's they got shit. nice little severance. It's, it's worse shit to happen. And speaking of niggas that'll be all right, that's been kicked out of their job. Shit, Kyrie again having problems staying on the court, but not because he unhealthy or anything. But this time, cause, uh, shit, what did he do? He he reposted. Um, be careful, be careful <laughs> about what you say. He reposted. He reposted a movie. I think what he just posted a picture of it. He posted the, so, the cover. So of what? It. So what he did is. He, he reposted a, what, a trailer um, of a movie uh, that has uh, certain ideologies that aren't widely accepted by the Western world, um, you know. And, and, and in my opinion, you know, they're, they're just ideologies. And I feel like we're in a place where on Twitter, like, you know, some niggas just don't watch the whole video. You feel me? You don't never know. I done retweeted some shit and then unretweeted, unretweeted that motherfucker. Um, so like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this video or movie may or may not, you know, have certain views that are unbegotten to the Western world. But uh, I feel like you should be on Twitter and be able to uh, retweet and retweet whatever you want to, as long as it's just not blatantly. So 
I think you know what I'm I think he posted it on his Instagram story. Like he, cause he, I mean, I feel but, like, so. So but let me, I, I do understand what you're saying. Like, let me ask you this then, to like kind of like round it off. Like, it, do you feel like Kyrie Irving was promoting this movie, or do you think that? No, like I feel like I feel like what they saying is by default anything Kyrie posts is promotion, just because he got however many million followers he got. Mm -hmm. But no, I don't really think I don't I don't think that he just hates Jewish people like how they trying to make it seem. Like I really feel like he watched the movie. It was parts that he fucked with and then he probably ain't even listened to the whole thing. I looked it up, I didn't watch that, but it was four hours long, so I'm sure it, he didn't agree with everything in there. I just feel, I feel like, like that's fair to say. I feel like sometimes we wake up and go to our corporate jobs and we listen and they kill us, shoot them up music. You know? yeah. It's get money parts of that music that you might fuck with. That's why you listen to it, right? You might not agree with the murderous parts of it. Killing man man on the block or nothing like that. So I feel like at the end of the day, if he's not coming out as a full-on advocate, hey, I'm Kyrie Irving, I hate you niggas, then hey man, what like the only other reason why he getting treated like this is for the simple fact he's Kyrie Irving. Um and a lot of things encompass being Kyrie Irving. Um, and I just feel like, you know, this is my last thing I'm going to say, but I just feel like he he has a platform and he's too smart for his own good. So he's trying to use his platform in a way that when you work for a big ass engine like the NBA, they're going to turn it and flip it on you however they can to make you stop doing what the fuck you trying to do. Yeah. And I kind of feel like I feel like everybody has kind of gotten to the point and, you know, he's playing again now. He just had his first game back, but. Everybody kind of got to the point where they realized, like, all right, we going too hard on Kyrie. We kind of on some bullshit. We Why did we it. publicly lashing this nigga? Like, it's kind of too much. And I really didn't see none of that shit turn around until Dr. Umar got on Instagram live and sent this all them niggas to lashes. <laughs> like, I know they seen that. We going to play the video for y'all, but... That, that was some crazy that, shit. But, I mean, shit. We in a, uh... I don't know, man. It's just crazy because it's just like... People have positions of power in media and influence and shit like that. And then the one chance that they get and the few chances that you get to flex your power, you choose it to side with, you know, the wrong side, I will say. You know what I'm saying? Like choose it to down to down like another one. Yeah. Like another one. So it's just like I feel like we get put in a position to power to, you know, when shit like this happens, like rehabilitate or help help somebody or save somebody. And it's just like all those people that need lashings, I ain't gonna say y'all niggas need lashings, but y'all niggas need lashes. Cause bruh, like I see I see y'all stick y'all necks out for people who don't look like y'all every day that do worse shit than reposting the tweet. And it's just like, I don't get it. Especially, I ain't gonna lie, Bron blew me by even talking if he was gonna say anything. Yeah, Bron, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like, that. it was just disappointing. Cause it's just like, well, what point are you trying to make? Cause you really could have just shut the fuck up and not said nothing. Yeah, and it's a lot of, it's a lot of issues he chooses to be quiet on. So it's definitely like, eye opening when somebody chooses to speak on something. Yeah. It's like, but, Let's get to something a little 
a little lighter because Kyrie back <laughs> playing, you know. Yes, sir. And that might be a little bit over our heads sometimes anyway. That's a big situation. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about this. This might be a couple weeks old now, but 21 Savage openly said that he could watch anybody that was on the double XL cover with him. And you know that was a that was a good year. It was they had Kodak on there and Lil Uzi. So them I, them two I feel like is like the top contenders with him. I mean I know Yachty was on there as well, but I don't I fuck with twenty one. I don't think he just runs away with it though. I don't think I'm open to see how you feel. I don't think twenty one Savage can rap better than either three of the people that you mentioned just now. Um I feel like he may be a bigger artist. Um in a certain way through like you know, connections, collabs, and just his name being on bigger albums because there are bigger artists also attached to him. But when it comes to just like, just music, bro, like 21 Savage not really fucking with Kodak. He's not fucking with uh, Uzi. And I ain't gonna lie, bro. Yachty in his own different bag. And I could see where it can be like, uh, this nigga could be better than him, but he's not better than Lil Yachty either. Okay. I think he's might be a better, a better, maybe, nah, I ain't even gonna say businessman. He just got better connections, I feel like. I feel like, I feel like 21 had a real, like he had a real solid come up and the way he did it was like a unique way mm -hmm. where he didn't have to like constantly drop music. But I feel like going against Kodak and Uzi is a little hard because those are two people who have like, they didn't drop so much music and it's like, Way more good shit than than shit. I'm just like not gonna listen to. It's like and both of them got that cult following. I was just about 21, to say that shit. Twenty one. I don't really know if he got that same cult following for and, real. And that's what I was just about to say. Like it's kind of hard to really have this conversation, especially with somebody who may agree that Twenty One Savage is a better rapper because it's like he doesn't have a real cult following like these other rappers that, you know, may have been mentioned, or some, even some of the people that wasn't mentioned on the XXL that year, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them just had cult followings which boosted them to be able to be on that list. Um, and I think 21 Savage is just kind of like very mainstream to where it's to the point where every, 21 Savage is a household name and it gets to a point where it's kind of like, yeah, we're gonna listen to that because it's just dry. It's like, some DJ Khaled shit now to the point. Like, I'm gonna listen to it because I know it's the main pay-per-view of the moment right now, you know what I mean? Because can't nobody tell me he ain't get stepped all over on that last album he dropped with Drake. Drake ain't leaving much room on there, but I fucked with what he did on there, but I can't understand where you coming from saying that. I mean, you don't come out and say you better than all these rappers and then let a nigga murder you on your own. I'm just saying, like, we don't keep it a bean. Niggas talking greasy, let's be greasy, let's be slime. You feel me? Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? You was supposed to, yeah, y'all niggas know, he tripping. Okay. Well, shit, straight from that, then, it's it's November right now, about to be Thanksgiving just tomorrow, but what's your early favorite for album of the year? What's, what, or what's been some of your favorite albums of the year? We ain't got to narrow it to one. I think I'm still 2022, though. I'm gonna still say Gunna. I think I said Gunna Bro, at the beginning I was of the year. I still think Gunna has the best album. I would say that as of recent, um, what, Her Loss? That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. The album that I'm talking, you know, I feel like Drake made that like one of the best albums of the year. Like, 
for real, for real, but like longevity and everything, like I can't even let, like Gunna dropped in what, January, February, and I'm still playing shit from that like every day. So definitely think Gunna still got it, bruh. Free, free by itself. No, I'm definitely glad you said Gunna because like Pushing P and, and even just a bunch of songs on there is still getting played from me. And like I fucked with that album, it was some. Of, it was definitely some of Gunna's best work. And I reviewed, like I reviewed a Gunna album, like before it was a video that didn't even come out. And some shit I said on there, like, like I wanted to see something more from Gunna, and he definitely delivered on that. But another, like, some couple standouts for me that I want to mention: Future mm -hmm. shit was hard. Yeah, of course. Future had a nice album this year. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of hard to mention him because he do it pretty much every year. But I was saying this so year was what, a nice. What did he drop before that? Um. Damn, what, what, I don't even know what was before that, but... Uh, it was something in between The Wizard and the one he just dropped. I feel like it definitely was like a elevation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, from, you know, maybe his last couple volleys. And then G Herbo's album. G Herbo's album has been getting a lot of play from me. And, like, I was... I was I didn't even really listen to Benny the Butcher, but G Herbo got a song with Benny the Butcher on there that's so hard that he got me listening to Benny the Butcher. He, I'm all, he opening me up to other artists. I can't I can't say that I got too deep in the her in the her uh, album, but I definitely can say I've been listening to some other artists and two notice two notable um, albums is definitely gonna be E album. Um, okay. That I still boy, gotta get. I still gotta get him. I ain't gonna lie, that opened my mind up to a whole like I guess diff like different like niche of rap that I ain't even know I like for real. Um, you know, even down to the lyricism, not just the, the sounds. You see, you feel me? Yeah. Uh, then another person is gonna be lucky. Uh, Flawless like me definitely um, is one of. That's like Lucky definitely that's been on a nice he been delivering. That shit in the car yeah, his ass been delivering. So I definitely feel like those is two standout albums. Maybe not the best of the year, but definitely stand out. For sure. All right, for sure, definitely, and definitely let us know what y'all favorite album of the year so far is too. Like the best shit about this sometimes is just the, the talks we get to have and just see what y'all feeling because. If we on some bullshit or if we forgot somebody, definitely let us know. Let us know. And then, uh, really, I really feel like we we hit everything. It's a nice. We finna get to Thanksgiving, hit them plates. I might have four different stops to make. You eat pig ass? Hey. Whatever. That nigga eat chillin'. Nasty <laughs> as fuck. With the hot sauce on him. <laughs> that nigga nasty, dog. But, shit, hey. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, niggas. So. I feel like.